Hey everyone, and you are listening to Mindfully Honest RN, a podcast about all things nursing and healthcare. Enjoy! Good morning, everyone. In today's podcast episode, is going to focus on promoting a healthy work-life balance in terms of um, the amount of shifts and hours that you work um, and how to handle agreeing to or um, denying working extra shifts. So I know, especially with the COVID-19 pandemic that we've been dealing with, a lot of us in healthcare um, have been working extra shifts, um, probably more extra shifts than we would normally be working. So I just kind of want to dig into... Um, obviously the work-life balance, but specifically in terms of working extra shifts, because I feel like from what I've experienced personally and what I've seen with my colleagues, working extra shifts is the one, is the one thing that like single-handedly causes undue stress and, um, an impact on our like physical, emotional, mental health in terms of um, how we perform at work. So I, before the pandemic, I'm, I've always been someone who doesn't really pick up extra shifts because I know for my personal self that I cannot work a lot of extra. I just, I don't function well when I'm like overstressed or I'm I'm working too much. Like my satisfaction at work significantly decreases if I'm there too much. So when I was early in my nursing career, and even early in my healthcare career, I guess, I I worked as a CNA um, at a couple different nursing homes. Um, I worked as an LPN at a nursing home, an RN at a nursing home, and then obviously I got into the hospital, um, the acute care setting. But so I've experienced different um, you know, scenarios in terms of working extra shifts. So I'm going to start back to the beginning when I was a CNA. I, um, first nursing home I worked at, um, I won't name any names or any, um, employers specifically, um, to just protect them and their privacy. However, the very first nursing home that I worked at, I, you know, I was, I was brand new into healthcare, so I didn't really, you know, I was kind of a shy, shy person and I don't really, didn't really know like how to say no or what was appropriate. So I would be asked frequently to pick up extra shifts, to, to switch shifts, to work extra weekends, extra holidays, etc. And I would, I, I never knew how to say no. So oftentimes I would agree, even though I'm like, I don't have time for this. Like I was still in high school at the time. Um, when I got my first CNA job. And so I was, you know, in school full time, you know, still trying, you know, and working, but I still didn't know how, how to say no. And I felt like it was my obligation to work extra. Um, and then as I moved throughout my healthcare career, you know, further as a CNA, I still experienced, you know, the people, managers begging me to work extra, um, and almost giving me like a guilt trip if I didn't, like, we're so short-staffed and, you know, we're critically low and, you know, you could really help us out. And 
And that pulled at my heartstrings, you know, because working in healthcare, we generally have a caring side to us. Obviously, if we didn't, we wouldn't be working in healthcare. So sometimes I feel like management um, or supervisors will use that um, to their benefit and, and pull at our heartstrings that way. Um, and obviously, you know, we, we do care about people and we care about our patients. That's why we are working in healthcare and as nurses. Um, so, you know, the thought of our patients being without, you know, good quality care does make us feel sad. You know, if, if, if we know that the hospital is short staffed and our patients are going to, aren't, are not going to be cared for properly. Um, so anyways, so I would always agree because I felt guilty and I didn't know how to say no. And, and when I did say no, I experienced like pushback. Like I would get comments from the nursing scheduler like, oh, like you're not going to pick up. You, you never pick up extra shifts. You really should pick up. Like what, what else do you have going on? Why can't you work extra? And I feel like I got those responses because I was like a brand new CNA and I was very novice. I was very timid. Um, and so I don't know if they treated their more experienced staff members that way, but that was like the, the early on guilt and that, and the type of response I got. And I do feel like newer um, nurses um, and healthcare workers will feel that type of guilt and pushback placed on them. As I got further in my healthcare career and you know became a registered nurse, I have been able to say no to picking up shifts. Um, I, I pick up shifts when I can. Like I said, over the pandemic, when it was really bad in our area, I did pick up a lot of extra shifts. Um, but it was my my choice. I knew what I was signing up for. I knew the stress that I was going to be under, and and I was very stressed. I was working an extra twelve hours every week for eight weeks straight. By the end of those eight weeks, <clears throat> I was thoroughly exhausted. I was asked by my supervisor if I wanted to do another eight weeks of extra shifts, and I said I can't do it. Um, <clears throat> And I felt no guilt. I felt no guilt saying no, even though there was a pandemic and I knew the hospital was short-staffed. I did not feel guilty. And should you feel guilty? Absolutely not. I I find that a lot of newer nurses have this, um, this guilt driven into them, whether it's by, I don't know, nursing school, fellow nurses, um, supervisors, nursing schedulers, just the culture in general that that nurses are supposed to serve constantly and and be there you know 24/7 whenever our workplace needs us because because we're nurses and that's what we do. We care. We um we care about people, we care for people. It's our duty. It's our duty to be present and to care for our patients fully to the best of our ability when we're at work. However, how can we care for our patients the best way possible if we don't take care of ourselves? I have come to find that in order for me to provide the very best care for my patients, I need to take care of myself first and foremost. That 
for a lot of new nurses is like, oh gosh, that sounds like really selfish. And even some more experienced nurses feel are, are stuck in this, this culture that, that nurses are just supposed to handle it all. And you know, be stressed out. I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that you are obligated to work in an environment that makes you feel stressed and overworked and, and that's just the culture we should we should conform to. Absolutely not. You should not feel that way at your job. If you do, there's something wrong. There's something wrong with either the way you are handling your job or the way your job is treating you. Um, and our very own... American Nurses Association Code of Ethics has a provision that we are to care for ourselves as we do our patients. Um, I'm going to reference here provision 5 in the ANA Code of Ethics says the nurse owes the same duties to self as to others, including the responsibility to promote health and safety, preserve wholeness of character and integrity, maintain competence, and continue personal professional growth. So we, the, the first statement, the nurse owes the same duties to self as to others, which means care, compassion, promoting health and wellness. How can we care for our patients if we can't even care for ourselves? If I'm not sleeping enough, eating enough, staying hydrated, going to the bathroom, taking my breaks, if I'm not taking care of me, how can I possibly promote and, and encourage my patients to care for themselves? How can I provide care? Um, and a big part of that is working extra shifts. Now, I know some nurses, some healthcare professionals are able to work overtime every single week and function completely fine. And that's great. But I'm trying to um, instill the idea and, and kind of shift away from the notion that you have to work extra. And if you and, and try to get away from the idea that if you don't work extra, you are less of a nurse or not as hard working or you're doing something wrong. Absolutely not. Every person is different. Everybody has a different capacity for stress. Just because you can't work 60-hour weeks doesn't make you any less of a nurse. If you could, I can only work my 36-hour week. That doesn't mean that I'm any less of a nurse than my coworker who works 48 to 60-hour weeks every week, and they do it just fine. They just have different either priorities, um, ability to handle that type of extra work and stress, and I don't feel guilty for not working those extra hours. Um, now, if you're, exper if you're experiencing pushback from your employer, um, there's, there's a couple different things you could do. So first, experiencing pushback from an employer for not picking up extra shifts, first you need to assess why you're receiving that pushback. Now, there are maybe some jobs that when you get hired, you um, have a contract that says you will pick up extra shifts in addition to your scheduled hours. I've never worked at a place like that, but I'm sure there are. Well, I, I shouldn't, yeah, I, I've never worked at a place like that, but I know like our county or our state facilities, like state prison, state mental hospital, 
places like that, um, it is in the contract that you are subject to mandatory overtime. So you're when you, when you take that position, you are you know that that's going to happen. Not saying it won't stress you out, but you're aware that that may be forced upon you, and and you have to comply. Um, so if you're if you work in such in a in a place like that and you're not agreeing to stay extra, but it's in your contract, then that's on you. You signed up for that. You knew that. Um, it doesn't mean that you can't be stressed out. Now, if you're experiencing pushback for not picking up extra shifts and you do not work at a place that requires it, then that's on, that's a fault on the employer. Um, so this first um, part of this segment was kind of obviously touching base on why we need to take care of ourselves. Um, we're going to take a quick break and I'm going to come back and discuss how to handle that resistance um, depending on whether it's in your contract to work extra or it's not. How, how you um, can approach the situation, how you can speak with leadership, you know, different changes you can make in your life to um, help you navigate that resistance or you know requirement to work extra shifts so when i come back we will touch more on that okay so welcome back to the second um segment of this podcast episode so like i said the second part is going to be focused on how to kind of handle um the pushback you may receive from your employer in terms of working extra shifts. So we're going to touch on the first first point I made. Um, does your employer require you to pick up extra or, or not even necessarily pick up extra by choice, whether, whether it's pick up extra or just work extra. Like I said, our um, state, like, like government run facilities like our state and county nursing homes, state and county prison um, and hospital, mental hospital, have it in their, in their contract that there is mandatory overtime. That is something you agree to when you sign your, you know, um, intent to work and when you, ex- your, your job offer. So if you work in a place like that and it's part of your contract that you have to agree to work extra um, at some point, and you're feeling stressed out about it and you're kind of feeling this resistance to, to comply, first and foremost, if, if it's in your contract, um, obviously, if you refuse to do such, your employer, you know, can take um, disciplinary action, um, you know, warnings, um, potentially terminate you because it's, it's something you agreed to and you knew when you got hired. However, that's not to say that your employer won't work with you. I, I always stress um, and feel it's important to have an open relationship with your supervisor and your upper management. If you're feeling, um, you know, just like mandatory overtime is really stressing you out, talk to your supervisor and say, like, I know this is part of my contract. I know this is required of me, but I just really... I'm at a place where I just don't feel like I can do this. Is there anything we can do? And they may be willing to work with you depending on the situation. They may be willing to, you know, cut you some slack, um, 
chances are they're not going to waive the requirement fully because they would have to do that for everybody who says I'm, I'm too stressed out to work. Um, but, but talk to them. I, you know, they may be able to let you pick what shift you work, shifts you work, or they may know of some employers or some employees that love working overtime and are willing to say, Hey, you know, we, so-and-so is really stressed out, has some things going on. They can't pick up their extra shifts this week. Are you, you know, I know you love the overtime. Are you willing to pick it up? We'll pay that person double to help you out. So talk to your employer. Um, but like I said, when it's required of you, your options are limited. Um, and if it, if your employer cannot work with you um, based on the facility needs, it, it may be time to, you know, look for different employment. Um, look for a job that doesn't require those extra shifts of you where, where it is your choice. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of opportunities out there and there's a lot of jobs that don't require you to work extra so if, if your employer does require you to work extra and you're just feeling like i cannot do this possibly start looking for some um, new employment um, that would be my best solution now if your employer does not require you to work extra but they're kind of giving you a lot of grief about not picking up extra or working extra when they ask um you have a little bit more room room to play because it's not requirement in your contract you didn't sign on to do this um you can then if you're getting asked to work extra and you're like oh my god i can't do this like this stresses me out sit down talk to your supervisor say hey you know i know i mean now if you work at a job that then it's not required of you you don't really you don't have to give a reason. You don't ever have to give a reason why you're not working extra. I know I worked at a job once that always, would always say to me like, wow, what could you possibly have going on? Or so why can't you pick up this time? And I would give them a reason. And then, you know, as I got further in my career, I said, you know, I'm not obligated to tell you anything about my personal life. I'm not obligated to tell you why I can't work extra. Because quite honestly, 99% of the time, it's that I just simply don't want to. I want my day off. Um, so you are not obligated to tell them why. They are not entitled to that information. That is not their concern. You do not have to tell them that, first and foremost. However, it may be beneficial if, if you are feeling um, like stressed out that you're not picking up extra and you feel like, you know, management may be like frustrated with you. It never hurts to tell them why you're not picking up extra um, or just to sit down and have a discussion with them about it because then it'll help them a lot of times it'll help them um, maybe have a little bit more sympathy towards you or just understand your situation and maybe not ask you to pick up so much if they if they know why like I said maybe you don't even have a reason other than you just don't want to do it but if you if, if you do want to talk to them it, it sometimes helps um, I know when I was um, uh, moving, for instance, we were moving from our old house to our new house, that I kind of told my manager and scheduler, I just said, you know, like, I can't pick up, we're in the middle of moving. And they're like, okay, yeah, totally get it. And then when they would ask me to pick up, they would be like, oh, we know you're moving, so I know you, you know, you probably can't pick up, but we just have to ask. So... It never hurts to talk to them, you know, let them know how you're feeling, 
why you know you're not picking up extra you're not obligated to tell them I'm, I'm reinforcing that point because I don't want you to feel like you have to but it, it never hurts to have that open line of communication with your supervisor about you know your stress level and what what you can handle at work and what you can't um obviously if you feel like you're being mistreated at work because you're not picking up extra like your manager is just seems to be distant from you um your performance review is maybe doesn't seem fair you can always speak with those above them um but hopefully hopefully your employer will be understanding i've never i've never had um i shouldn't say never I had that one employer that was always really rude to me when I would never pick up shifts, but that was once. Like I've had majority of, I would say 95% of my employers have been understanding, especially if I just talk with them, you know, and I'm nice about it. I'm not like, you know, I'm not picking up any more freaking shifts. This is so stupid. And try to be compassionate when they ask you. Like, they're they're not calling you to annoy you. Chances are they're not just like, oh, I'm going to call, you know, this nurse because I know she never picks up and I can't wait to just ruffle her feathers or his feathers. Absolutely not. They have a duty to make sure that their facility has enough staff. So they're not trying to bother you. They're not trying to annoy you. They know how hard it is. For people to pick up extra they know they're going to get a lot of no's they understand that but they still have to do it so I always try and let them know that I understand that you have to call me um, but no I can't pick up just show a little compassion for them as well because they have a job to do you have a duty to care for your patients um, adequately to the best of your ability within your Um, scope of practice when you're at work you have a duty to care for yourself but they also have a duty um, to manage and to ensure staffing and and to reach out to employees I wouldn't want their job in a million years I would not want to have to call people at home and beg them to come to work I would never want to do it Um, so try and have some compassion for them as well Um, but definitely it is so important to take care of yourself and Um, Like I mentioned, it all depends on the type of facility you work in, what, um, you know, avenues you can take to navigate those, that pressure to work extra. Um, Obviously, if it comes to it, you know, looking for new employment, if you need to, if if you really just can't take the the pressure that your job is putting on you, there are a lot of jobs out there, um, a lot of different employers. Um, So you you can always try and find a new job. I mean, I I don't recommend that being your first choice, especially if you really like where you work. Chances are you can talk to your manager and work something out. Um, It's it's very expensive to train a new employee. So unless you are really a bad employee um, causing a lot of problems, your your, um, employer does not want to lose you. So if you come to them with real concerns and express that if you, um, you know, can't have more flexibility or if the stress doesn't, you know, give a little bit that you may be seeking other employment, chances are they'll be willing to work with you. So 
you know, advocate for yourself, you know, points to take away from this podcast, advocate for yourself. You're not obligated to work extra shifts unless it's in your contract and be very, very um, aware of that potential um, fine print or clause or, you know, bullet point when, when you sign your job offer and make sure to ask that question. That's a huge you know, importance. And we'll get into that in another episode about job interviewing and, and what questions to ask. But know if that's going to be a requirement of you. You know, go go into it knowing that. It's not to say it won't be, it'll be any less stressful when they ask you to work extra. But at least if you know that, I mean, if you go into a job and you had no idea there was mandatory overtime because you didn't pay attention to your job offer, that's on you. And that's really going to stress you out. But if you know that that's, that's what's coming, then you can you know, that can be a make it or break it for you. So definitely be aware of that um, before you um, accept a job. But once it's there, just, you know, once you're working, advocate for yourself. Um, You know, take care of you first and don't feel guilty for doing so because if you can't take care of yourself properly, you can't take care of your patients properly. And that makes nobody happy. You'll be unhappy, you'll be unsatisfied at work, your patients will be unhappy with their care, your supervisor will be unhappy with your performance, and it's a snowball effect. And eventually you'll lose your job by either quitting or being terminated if you're not functioning to your fullest ability. So take care of yourself, advocate for yourself, do not feel guilty about not working extra, pay attention to your employment contract, Um, be aware of that, and keep doing what you do. Okay. Well, everybody have a great day. Um, I am gonna, I don't know. I think I'm probably gonna clean the house a little bit today, do some laundry, good fun stuff like that. So have a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend and I will talk to you next time.